this is gonna be a nice episode as you can see <sighs> change the setup a bit i don't know if we were just if you're watching on youtube at youtube.com slash leading the pack podcast yeah i got that right you will be able to see that i got a new setup got a new mic i've got the pop filter but i'll be honest don't know how to you know make it i don't even know if i'm too close with this there's no headphone jack so to do a mic check i we're just winging it at this point but yeah new setup i feel like with this setup you know we got to do story time uh, excuse me sorry for that but i feel like with this setup we got to do a story time and what better way to do a story time than to celebrate what happened a year ago yesterday so by the way this whole setup not gonna lie it's nice it was nicer i felt nice with the desk because you guys didn't see my full body and be honest with you with the gyms being closed yeah i i i think i'm starting to look more like a chocolate pudding well vanilla pudding i don't know why i said chocolate and i like vanilla better actually no i like custard better let's be real custard pudding is the best pudding and if you want to argue that fight me i'll take it into the streets i don't care anyways i felt like with this setup i felt better you know with the whole other setup i don't know why I, I, maybe because i wasn't comfortable in the chair like i was just using a regular folding chair if you saw the setup if you watch it on youtube you would you would see that i'm moving my back i yell when I was finished doing the episode, I wanted I wanted to get out of doing that episode, uh, doing the episode so bad sometimes because my back would be killing me. This glass is gonna fall because this table isn't the sturdiest. That's great. Anyways, we got a new setup. I feel like this is a great a great thing for story time. I should have made a mug of hot cocoa, but I didn't because I I don't know. I don't really got a reason, but yeah, I actually should have made a coffee. I haven't had one yet today. I've been really trying to cut down on the coffee. It's really bad. When I used to have one f real quick story, because it's story time anyways, but my dad used to own a cafe and I'd be working at that cafe and there'd be times where p either people would come in that I know, I'd have a coffee with them. And this is when I was working. It, when I was working, I'd be working there at the cafe. I was there five days a week for about five hours a day. Because I had school. I had seven, about, I'd say there were days I had seven coffees. Because Thursdays we had like a little son Georgie's and I, you know, my dad's friends and all. They'd be coming in, we'd have a coffee with them. But that's at the end of the night. During the day I'd have other, other people come in that I know, like customers that I liked and whatever. I had a coffee with them. Or it'd just be empty and I was bored and I'd have a coffee. Why am I talking about this? I don't know. I mentioned coffee and now my brain's going wired. I like this setup a lot better because I feel like I'm talking a lot more. Okay. So. Uh, February 22nd. That was yesterday. Well, as I'm recording this, that was yesterday. As I'm, when I put this out, that's going to be, it's going to, when I put this out on Wednesday morning, that's going to be two days ago. Uh, I'm sure everybody saw the anniversary of what happened two days ago and i know it's three minutes in i haven't said it yet but if you you know i'll probably have it in the title 
David Ayers happened to the to uh, happened a uh, well two days ago, a year ago. Sorry, English. Uh, a year ago, basically. Now, our I essentially wanted to talk about that night, my night, what happened that day, or what happened that night with me, because that was actually a pretty interesting night. Be honest with you. So I got all my Leafs jerseys up. Actually, I got one more over there. It's the Centennial Classic jersey. You, if you're watching on YouTube, you you know I decided to put my vast selection of uh, Leaf jerseys. Got one missing because I don't know. I wanted to put the Bonavoda up one, the Bonavoda one up, and I just I I don't know. Wanted to have my name on there. It's another Marner. I got a lot of Marner jerseys and. Basically, all my jerseys are signed, so I can't wear them out except for my Tavares one. My Tavares one, I don't even want it signed. So, I don't know what I'm getting distracted about. So, February 22nd, 2020. Yeah. That was a year ago. <clears throat> At that time, the Leafs were an up-and-down team. That was a crazy. That was a weird team. That was definitely a weird team. They started off like playing like shit with Mike Babcock, and then they fire him at the end of November, and then Sheldon Keefe comes in and he starts off three and zero, and then they start to trail off from there. But at the end of the day, Keefe is a really good coach. I'm just gonna say that right now. He's got a record of forty. I think it's forty one now. Forty one, nineteen, and seven. I think it is. He's way above five hundred. That's a pretty good coach. But they he comes in and it was an up and down team. This is a that was a team that went through so much adversary adversity last year. And it just made sense that they lost to a Zamboni driver with how that year was going. It just it was the icing on the cake. And then the league shuts down, which I was supposed to go to a game last year. I the literally the day my tickets came in for the St. Pat's game against the New Jersey Devils, the league shut down. <clears throat> I, yeah, thanks. Don't know why my voice is so poor today, but <clears throat> yeah, actually, I do know why. I went for a run last night. Running, yeah, running isn't my strong point, my strong suit, whatever. But I wanted to talk about what how what how you know that night was for me. So. Start off with, like, we decided, uh, I think, the week before, me and my friends, we wanted to go out. We wanted to go, and my buddy told us about a bar that we wanted to go to. We said, why not? Let's try out this bar. Really fun night. We start off, we go to my buddy, uh, buddy, uh, buddy of mine's girlfriend's house. We're, you know, pre-ing, whatever, we're pre game well, they're, well, a, a bit of pre-gaming, not so much for me, but... We're pre-gaming a bit. Had some charcuterie boards there. I mostly ate, to be honest with you. Like, just look at me and think... Like, you just... You look at me and you definitely think... I I ate more than I drank that night. It was incredible. But... We're having a good time. Leafs are playing. And I remember it very clearly. Sorry, actually. No, I was at home when this happened. I was at home. What's it, uh, it was, James Reimer goes down. I can't remember who crashed into the net. I think it was Engvall crashes into the net. 
James Reimer down. And the, the Carolina Hurricanes and the, the Leafs had a had a strange game that, that a year. English. These two teams had a crazy game not even like maybe two months before for the uh what's it called? Um the next generation game. That eight to six Leafs win. Where where they were where the Leafs were up three nothing, Carolina comes up four, I think it was five three, and then the Leafs come back and score, and then Carolina scores and then Matthews makes that beautiful pass to Marner. Uh and then Barry scores because he was on the Leaf and then Leafs to tie up the game or something like that. And then Mitch just steals the puck right out the face off and scores on a breakaway. And then I think it was Engvall put in the empty netter. That was a crazy game. And then we have the David Ayers game, which I really got to get to because it's eight minutes in. I remember at home, I see James Reimer go down. I'm like, oh my God. Because I like Reimer. I miss Reimer on the Leafs. And I, I was disappointed to see him go down. I, I was disappointed when he got pulled from the... Uh, the, the next generation game. I was disappointed when he had to leave this game. He goes down with an injury. And I'm thinking to myself. Oh boy. Here we go. This is great. Marazic comes in. I'm like this should, this should be an easy win. It sucks that James Reimer had to go down. But it should be an easy win. Marazic played the night before. Now also for context. The night the game before. Which my sister and my mom went to. Leafs beat the pa- uh, the Penguins four to nothing. So you think that they'd you know be very confident in themselves and be able to win the game, but and I remember being at home, Cal Clifford barreling in, crashes right into th- Morazic was an idiot. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you right now. He was a stooge for deciding to play the puck. When Kyle Clifford is... He's not even looking at Morazic. Kyle Clifford is focusing on the puck. He's like a dog. He doesn't care what's in the way. He's going for that puck. Morazic, moron, decides to go out and play it for some reason. Now, I understand if it was, say, somebody like Austin Matthews or Mitch Marner. But you're talking about Kyle Clifford. Austin Matthews and Marner, they have the awareness to... If they see a goalie... Like they have the awareness where they maybe might be able to notice there's a goalie there. Kyle Clifford, that guy's a cement head. And you're deciding to and there's nothing against Kyle Clifford. I was happy. I liked him on the Leafs. But that was nothing even I prefer Simmons, to be honest with you. Clifford was a great player. It was good with the Leafs. But he's 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 you know, he's not a finesse player. Let's just say it like that. He's gonna punch your face in type of player. And Morazic has decided to play with the puck, play the puck when he's right there. Why? When he's barreling in, Morazic gets cr- just demolished. Morazic has to has to get off. Mar- uh, Reimer's out with an. I think he was out with a concussion. They decide so now they have to go with the backup goalie, the uh, e bug. And I remember seeing David Ayers go in, and I was at home. Saw the Tavares goal, the Engvall goal. It was good. I'm like, I'm like, okay. They win. It was a lose-lose situation with the Leafs, to be honest with you. If they win, people are going to be like, oh, they beat a bad, the emergency backup goalie. Does that really count? And then if they lose, it's, you know, jokes for the next millennial. And it's a year into it. And the, the only thing I can hear is Steve Dangle screaming, 
they lost to a 42-year-old Zamboni driver that lost to them. That works for them. Sorry. They uh, he's playing and then he goes into the we go into the second intermission. Like they have to win this game. I'm going to lose it if they win this game. We're at my buddy's house, my buddy's girlfriend's house. You know, pre uh, pre gaming. There we're all, we're having some uh, some uh, some stuff to you know enjoy yourself. We got the charcuterie board, whatever. Uh, I'm enjoying the prosciutto and the salami. Be honest with you. I think there's also bocconcini, mozzarella. I'm getting hungry thinking about this story now. Whatever. We see. I'm watching this game. I'm like, the how? They're not getting shots on net. The one thing you should be doing: shoot the puck from your own zone. It's either iced or you're gonna you get a shot on net, and who knows? It's an e-bug. You might score. You're doing the one thing you shouldn't be doing is not shooting the puck. You're not facing Carey Price. This is a 42-year-old Zamboni driver that works for you. And this is no respect, no disrespect to David Ayers. I'm so happy for him that he got that. You shoot the puck. I could have scored. Anyways, I'm so mad. That whole night, the game, the game ends and we go out. I was so mad. We go to the bar. I'm like, they lost to a fucking Zamboni driver. That works for them. I was so mad. I was... Oh, I was saying that I wanted everybody traded. I wanted... I, The only people that should have stayed were Sheldon Keefe, Austin Matthews, Zach Hyman, Morgan Riley. Who else? I think I wanted everybody else gone. I thought I I would, but I wasn't that angry that I wanted Kyle Dubas fired because what that Dubas didn't really have anything to do with that game. I was so mad. We go to this. We go. We go to the first bar because we wanted to try out this bar. I'm screaming. I'm in. The, I'm like. I'm trying to enjoy the night, but I in the back of my head, I'm like, they lost to a Zamboni driver. They lost to a Zamboni driver. How do you lose to a Zamboni driver that works for you? I was, I was infuriated. In the back of my head, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, not only was I drinking a craft beer, I was, I had it in the back of my head. That game made me so mad, I was drinking craft beer. That tasted like oranges. The Leafs made me do that. I enjoy craft beer, but when it tastes like oranges, what are you doing? You're really having, you're, you're at rock bottom if you're essentially drinking orange juice with beer. With, with an IPA. I had it in the back of my head that whole night. That whole night. That bar sucked, to be honest with you. We tried, we wanted to leave. By the way, I had the food there too. It was actually pretty good, the nachos. The whole, I'm trying to enjoy, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like, I mean, I'm walking, we're walking down, we're taking an Uber to this new, but we're going to Rockin' Horse after. And this is a bar that, not a big country guy, but for some reason, I love it at Rockin' Horse. You know, I, that whole night, I'm joking around. You know, there'd be moments where like, I'd be laughing and it, but like every, but maybe like every now and then, now and again, I, you just see my mood change and they lost to a Zamboni driver. They lost to a Zamboni. We go to, we go to Rockin' Horse after. I'm singing. I think they were playing Bon Jovi that night. I'm bouncing up and down. I'm singing. I got the videos on my phone still. The craziest part when I saw those videos, nobody had a mask on and there was just no social distancing. No, no care at all. For if we're gonna die or not. And I... Oh my god, was that fun. 
I'm just bouncing around. We're that we're singing. I think uh, some Luke Combs came on. You know, uh, I can't really. Uh, they were they usually play Bon Jovi. I think they played not the first time I went. They played Footloose. I was I was really hoping they play that song. But, you know, music's coming on. I'm going to a bar. I, you know, I go get it. Uh, you know, I go. With my, I'm with my friends enjoying myself, and I no thought of no thought in the world. All of a sudden, the bar's emptying out. We're still there, and I got pictures to prove this. Who comes into the bar? Not only <laughs> the man himself who caused David Ayers to come into this game walks into this bar. Kyle Clifford walks in with a Tom with a TB12 sweater. I'll maybe I'll put I might put the photo up right now if you're watching on YouTube. I posted it on my uh my Instagram. What was it uh, yesterday for the anniversary? Kyle Clifford walked into that bar. And let me tell you this right now. As soon as he walked into the bar, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Excuse my language, but that was my exact reaction. What is this? The guy who caused David Ayers to come into the game is that rocking horse. It was legit right after the game. Now I don't know what he was doing there. I don't I don't care that he was there. I do care because I got to meet the guy. You know, he they have their own personal life. Don't know why he walked in, but it was the funniest thing I've just ever experienced. Kyle Clifford walks into a bar that I'm at. Legit had the biggest smile on my face. I was looking back at the photos by the way. I look like I was a psychopath. Like, I have a face when I meet people. Like, when I... Like, I had the same reaction when I met Marner. But the thing is, I was five years younger when I met Marner. So, it kind of makes sense that I would have that face at 15 years old. It was just... If you're, wa if you're watching on YouTube, I legit just look like this. Don't like I was I was so surprised I was stunned and in that photo I looked like a psychopath like I wanted to murder somebody so that was a great time great night got to meet him we got pictures he actually bought one of uh, he bought one of my buddies uh, a drink so yeah don't know if I should be telling this story to be honest with you but that was my that was my uh, that's my story of the David Ayers night now. That's basically all that happened after that. We just went home because the bar was... Because he came in right when it was closed. So, yeah, that's a, basically it for my story. It took 19 minutes to tell that story because I got distracted. That could have been easily told like five minutes if it was anybody other than me. That gets... that I, I basically have like ADHD when it comes to talking. Like, I get so distracted. I would like talk about one plot point... And then, for some reason, I get distracted by a minor detail. And then, okay, we gotta talk about this thing right now. This thing needs all the attention in the world. Yeah. That was a fun night, not gonna lie. That was a really fun night. So, yeah, that was my story with Kyle Clifford. With meeting the man who caused the David Ayers game to happen. The Leafs could have just lost to Carolina if it wasn't for Kyle Clifford. Who is now with St. Louis. And I don't really care that he's on St. Louis. I, did, I He wanted a lot of money. And to be honest with you. I prefer Simmons anyways now. 
like Simmons is just a great addition to the Leafs. So yeah, I took 19 minutes for me to tell that story, and this is basically a five-minute story. I like my friends will tell the story, but and it'll be like this is five, six minutes. Me, I tell that story. I go into every detail. Like I was telling you about the prosciutto I was eating. I don't know why. I love prosciutto. I want some right now. If I can Uber Eats it, I will. But be honest with you, I probably shouldn't. Because lockdown's really taking a toll on, on this body. So, yeah. So, that was my story with David Ayers. And you know what? I'm I'm really happy. Like, hindsight, I, I really, like, at the, at the same time, I was pissed off. But I was also happy for him. Like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for him, for a lot of people. Now, I was also thinking about it uh, yesterday and Monday, because whatever people started bringing it up. Or, uh, yeah, it was yesterday, actually. I was thinking about it. This isn't the first time it's happened to a team. There have been situations where e-bugs had to come in. And there have been situations where e the e-bugs got the shutty. I don't know if a lot of people remember or even know the Chicago the Chicago one with Scott Foster. That was a great story. He was 36, but still. Six years younger. At the end of the day, he's not a professional goalie. Now, Scott fought... Now, David Ayers also gets practice rep. Like, he helps the Leafs with practices. Whenever they do the outdoor games, he's playing for them. He plays for them. He or he he practices with them. He practices with the Marlies. He's not just a Zamboni driver. He stops NHL caliber shots at Leafs practices and scrimmages. It's not the first time. And it's not going to be the last time. That he's that he does it. Him coming into the game, I I mean, you you look at his story and his story that they were showing on sports or whatever with you know his kidney transplant. That's that's an amazing story. I'm really happy he got to experience playing in the NHL. He's already essentially living my life that I want to live. I want to be able to work with the Leaf, work for the Leafs organization. He is living my dream. And not only is he living my dream, he's living the dream of a lot of people. He got to play in the NHL. It was a, it was a bad circumstance because of the injuries, but at the end of the day, what happened happened, and he got to play. And he not only got to play, he is now the record holder for the oldest goaltender in the NH for in NHL history to get his first win. He has a Young Guns rookie card, which is crazy to say, crazy to say about a forty-two year old. He's got, he got all this merch and he got all this attention. And, you know, there's a lot of people that like, I see like a, a lot of negativity from like, uh, from like Lee fans with situations like this. They don't like being the butt end of a joke. This is the butt end of we're the Sure. Leaf, like the leaves are the butt end of this joke. But at the end of the day, this is a really great story. And now Disney's even going to be making a movie about him. They announced it yesterday that they're going to be making a movie. So... Hey, I'm happy for him. He's living, he's living a lot of, he's living the life a lot of people wish they had. He is, he gets to play with the Leafs. 
he gets to take shots from Matthews. He has Marner shooting out on him. He has the Leaf shooting on him. He gets to put on a Leaf jersey and play with the team in scrimmages. Like if you've seen the um, when they do the the, the scrimmages, uh, the outdoor scrimmages at Nathan Phillips Square, he's the goalie that's in that most of the time. Like uh, you always see this one guy. Like, who is this guy in in? These Bryans and Kasky Swole's old pla- uh, old pads, which I learned those were Kasky Swole's old pads. You're, you, I'm just thinking about it. you. You're always you're looking at it like who is this guy? This is a guy who has more NHL wins than a lot of people on this earth. That's an ama- that's an amazing feat. I'm happy for him. It sucked that they lost. I was incredibly mad at the time that they lost, and that was like the that's like the only time I've been mad during a Leafs loss that is in a playoff loss. Is when they lost to a Zamboni driver because this is a game that they should have won. At the end of the day, they didn't, but I'm really happy for them. So yeah, that was a uh, that was that was a great night for him at least. For me, it was a good night. I got to meet Kyle Clifford. That was a really cra- that was crazy. Ah, uh, David Ayers. I'm happy he's getting a movie too. He's got a Disney movie coming up, which that's great. Good for him. Uh, what else? Be honest with you, I really want a Carolina jersey with his name on it, or a jersey, just a T-shirt. It's, he's got. He's he's living the life, man. You gotta respect him. He beat the Leafs. That's about it. Now there were now like I said there was a lot of negativity with that loss and it's not just from that night there's a lot of neg- I was seeing a lot a lot of negativity uh yesterday when they were talking about it and anytime his name gets brought up cuz I get it it's a bad memory it's not a good memory for Leaf fans but still at the end of the day be happy for him you look at his story a lot of people are sick and here sick and tired of hearing him I love Listening to this guy's story now. He was... Well, he was playing junior A or something. Or he was playing hockey. And then his feet started to feel all swollen and whatever. And he goes and apparently he was having kidney failure. He needed a kidney. And his mom donates her kidney. And then that gave him a chance to... You know... Essentially live his life. And right before he was supposed to have his job. I don't know if you guys saw... This is from what the sports that posted or was showing on TV. He was supposed to move to Calgary, I think it was, for a job because he had a job offer before the Leafs offered him that uh, this job of the Zamboni driver. Man, this guy's living the life. You got to respect this guy. You can hate that he beat the Leafs, that they lost to him, but you got to respect them. That's just an incredible feat. I'm really happy for him. Be honest. This is this is a man who you gotta sort of aspire to be. Never gave up. Never gave gave up on anything. He's got an incredible story. I honest to God, I'm not the biggest hockey movie fan. Like when I'm watching like Mighty Ducks. It's a great movie. I love it for the nostalgia, but when I'm watching it now compared to watching a hockey game, 
there's a lot of stuff that I nitpick. And this is not just to say this is not just saying it with like with uh Mighty Ducks. Like I nitpick little things in everything if it's not correct. Like I'll do that with historical movies. If it's a historical fiction, I understand that. But when I'm watching the Mighty Ducks, because I'm always all I'm also always like overanalyzing hockey games too. Like what are you doing there? How did this goal happen? How did the Leafs not score there? How did this team not score there? How did the Leafs score here? How did this team not, how did this team score here? Uh, I like overanalyzing stuff. So now with the Mighty Ducks, I'm overanalyzing it because it's hockey. And I'm seeing hockey. I'm seeing people with sticks on ice playing hockey. So I begin overanalyzing. And there's a lot of stupid stuff that I over... Like the... What's it called? The Flying V? That wouldn't work in real life. But I, I, I every time I see him, like this would never work. Or the knuckle puck. Have you ever tried shooting a knuckle puck? It is so hard. There's so many stupid things that I nitpick. Uh, Gordon Bombay taking off his helmet in Mighty Ducks when he's taking a penalty shot. I nitpick those things. I can't watch hockey movies. I love the Mighty Ducks. But I also never really, you know, want to watch those type of movies. I prefer watching other things. But with this movie, I'm definitely going to watch it. This David Ayers movie. I just hope they don't like change the names or anything, because like we know who they who they're talking about. Just give them the give them give them the thing, give them the spotlight. And I I also really hope that they also use the actual team names like the Leafs and the Hurricanes, because if they don't, that's gonna be another thing that bothers me. I don't know why I just I hate seeing it. Like there was a CB a CBC show or movie, I think it was that came out. I think it was about. Oh my god, he was on the Red Wings and Leafs. What the hell was his name again? I can't remember his name. The goalie that was on the Red Wings and the Leafs in like the sixties and in the sixties or fifties. Not Johnny Bauer, because he was always on the Leafs. Not Turk Broda, because he was also always on the Leafs. Oh my god, I can't remember. But they didn't use They couldn't, I guess. They couldn't use the licensing. And it was it was weird. Is a weird look for me. I don't like that stuff. No, I don't know why. I they, I get that they can do it, but that I, I don't like it. I try and look past it, but I don't like it. I'm weird with this stuff. But yeah, yeah. So, anyways, oh, now that that's done, I'm done with that story. Wanted to talk about some other things going around in the NHL. Because I feel like I have to. This is like a hockey-centric episode. I probably should have kept the Patty Wad jersey up. Because they played this weekend. And I'm going to be talking about it. But I wanted to show off. Like I said, I wanted to show off my uh, my, leaf, my leaf collection. So, we saw the games at Lake Tahoe this weekend. It was Saturday. With Saturday was Ve- uh, Vegas and Colorado. Sunday was Boston and Philadelphia. Now, this was a good idea. I'm going to give it to them. This was a fantastic idea. And they've played before in situations. They this isn't their first outdoor game. They've played on. They've played. They've been doing this since two thousand eight. And they even played in California. I think twice now. They had one game. It was Anaheim and uh, L.A. And I think the, the other one was LA and San Jose. So they've played twice in California already. And the game the games worked. 
The ice was, I think, not so up to par compared to other times because it, you're in California at the end of the day, but it was still good. It was still it was still playable. The difference with this weekend was they this it was just a bad thing. Like a lot a lot of people are criticizing the NHL. Why didn't you think of the sun? Well, what are you gonna do? Put like at the end of the day, it was good weather. It was like it was I think below freezing or just there, but the sun was out and the sun was beaming, so the ice wasn't so much staying you know, melted, or it wasn't staying frozen, sorry, it was melting a bit, there wasn't really much to do, like, they pl they planned this out a long time ago, or if they planned this out ahead, they planned everything out ahead, but at the end of the day, with the, with the, with the weather temperatures, with the sun, that you can't really control the sun, so, I thought it was a good idea. I loved watching the games. I thought it was a fantastic jersey matchup, especially with the Vegas and Colorado. That Nordiques jersey is phenomenal. That's a jersey I need with uh, with Nazem Kadri on the back or McKinnon. And then also that Vegas jersey, I'm not going to lie, really growing on me. I'm sorry. I like that jersey more than I like their alternate jersey, which I feel like the alternate jersey, the gold one, the all gold needs the gold helmets if you've been seeing that which they're 0-2 with those gold helmets but yeah i that was a really good but that was a, that was a fun it was fun to watch i love watching outdoor games there's beautiful scenery but what are you gonna do the sun was out it happens i feel like that was a game that they should have done for uh the seven o'clock spot if anything like i would have been fine with them pushing the leafs game ahead like have that have the Leafs game on at like I don't know five o'clock, and then have the Lake Tahoe game at like eight o'clock. I would have been fine with that. I would have been completely fine with that, just because like if you do you you do that Lake Tahoe game, it was at like time was I think it was on like I think it was twelve o'clock their time or twelve o'clock our time. I can't remember now. I think it was twelve o'clock our time and twelve o'clock Eastern Central time. Or Eastern Standard. What am I seeing? But yeah, it was it was a fun game to watch. I love the Jersey matchup. Nathan McKinnon is always fun to watch. Uh, Colorado is a Stanley Cup contender this year, and that is very scary. Ah, uh, actually, so yeah. Then the Boston game. I didn't watch the Boston game. Honestly, I was watching the uh, the Habs and Ottawa game. And then I didn't watch anything after that. Because I just wanted to see what's going on in this division. Because this is really the, impo the important thing going on. Montreal stinks. Montreal stinks. And. So here's my thing. I think that the hype train for Montreal is dying down now. Now they, they were first in the in the division at one point. Now they're fourth. Edmonton's ahead of them, I think. And Winnipeg's ahead of them. <sighs> Excuse me. I sort of predicted this. I didn't predict that they'd be like uh, first place at one point, but still, this is a pretty big fall. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know, watching these games, Carey Price isn't the same guy that he once was. 
I loved I love watching Carey Price. He's one of my favorite goalies to watch. He's one of my favorite goalies in the NHL. But he's not the same player that he was in 2015-2016. This isn't Vesna winning goal uh, goaltender Carey Price anymore. This is Carey Price who is I think he is 33 has gone through injuries, some bad injuries. He's just not the same player, same goalie. Now, they brought in Jake Allen not to replace Carey Price, but to be a backup for him, to allow him to get that rest and he so he can play at the top of his game. Carey Price is right now, I think he's sporting, I don't know if it went down, but the last time I checked, he is sporting a 901 save percentage. I think it might have went down after the Leaf game. And then after the no, he didn't play against Auto. I think it might have went down a bit. I think it's around 900. It's a subpar. It, yeah, it's a subpar save percentage at the end of the day. At if you uh, average goaltending in the NHL is about a nine ten, I think. He is below a nine ten. His goals against average isn't too bad, but at the end of the day, goals against is a team stat if you really think about it. Because you have goals against average for goalies, but then you also have goals goal differential for the teams. So, like, if you like, a lot of the times, it, like, a, a goal will go in, and it's not even the goalie's fault. So, I don't like looking at goals against average. But at the end of the day, Jake Allen, I think, is sporting a. I think it's about a two. They got about the same goals against average, which I mean makes sense because of the team. But Jake Allen, he's got a 9-3. Last I checked, he had a 9-3-3 save percentage. I think it might have changed after the Ottawa game. I don't know if it went up or down, but from last I checked, he had a 9-3-3. Which, that is a stellar save percentage. A 9-3-3 is better than Frederick Anderson. That's one of the best save percentages in the NHL this year. Carey Price isn't the same goalie that we once saw. That... We all grew up watching and adoring and loving. This is somebody who's gone through his injuries. This is somebody who is going through, who is aging. And not saying that this is the end of Carey Price, but because he's going to be on this team. He is going to be on this team, I think, for another four or five years. When did he sign this contract? It was, I think he signed this contract... I don't I can't remember how long ago he signed his contract. Excuse me. But I think he's in year three or four of his contract. I think it might be year three. So I think he has another five years on it. He is making $10.5 million a year. That is an unmovable contract. And I think it has an, uh, a no move clause at the end too. This is a contract you're going to have a very difficult time moving. And it's also Carey Price. You're going to have a difficult time moving him to begin with. Without the fans, you know, killing you about it. But it's still an unmovable contract. You're not going to be able to move this one. Uh, what can you really say about the Habs? They just aren't looking too good. They beat... They came back. They came back. They were down by one goal. one nothing against the Leafs. And this next game, Montreal was playing about the same. They were hitting a lot and then some, but they just couldn't handle the Leafs. But, yeah, that's not even 
that's not even the last thing I want to talk about. This is just going to be an NHL-centric episode. But that's not even the last thing I wanted to talk about. Style this... I want talk. I want to end off on this. I know it's a little bit shitty thing to, to end off on, but this is something that needs to be talked about. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen, but the Artemi Panarin situation going on is really fucked up. Excuse my language. Uh, so if you haven't seen it yet, there was a report that came out that Artemi Panarin uh, abused an 18-year-old. The The report came out, it was... I think he said nine years ago, or sorry, in 2011 or something like that. He was like 18, 19, I think. They're, it's saying that he uh, assaulted uh, a 19, an 18-year-old when, when he was back in Russia. But it's coming out that this is, and this is, if you ask me too, this is a very false thing. If It, it seems fabricated because, now here's the thing. This is something fabricated. I know a lot of people like to jump onto this stuff, accusing people right away. Take a step back. You're talking about Artemi Panarin. This is the most happy-go-lucky guy. He isn't somebody that seems like he would do it. I know a lot of times looks uh, things can be deceiving, but with Artemi Panarin, it doesn't seem like he's ever that guy. And he's there's a lot of reports saying that this is false. That this is a false. Uh, this was a fabricated story by the Russian media because of all everything that he's been talking about with uh, or his stance with Vladimir Putin. Now he isn't a fan of Putin. He doesn't like him. He wants him out. He he's a he's a big supporter of. I can't remember the other Russian running mate. The one who's running against Vladimir Putin. I can't remember his name. But he's running. He's he's showing his full support for him. He doesn't want Putin. He's uh, he's very outspoken about how he feels about Putin. And Russia is a th- is a very scary country to speak out against because you know if you're a history buff like I am, you know their, their you know uh, their history with having people disappear. Yeah, that's about it. So, whatever. He he's taking a leave from the team. Taking he's taking his time away from the team to focus on himself and his family. He's really I think he's really scared for his family because he still has family back in Russia. So, he's just worried about them. He's taking time away from the team. This is a very scary situation for him. I feel I feel for him. Well, I don't feel I not that I've gone through something like this, but I feel bad for him. That he has to go through this. It's a shitty situation for him. He's got family he's got to worry about. Who knows what could happen. But. Yeah. That's going to be. I've, I'm definitely going to be keeping my eye close to this. Because. That is. Something that I would be very terrified. If I was in his shoes. But. Yeah. What a way to end off. This podcast that I had a beautiful story time about. Got all the leaf jerseys on. We're talking about, you know, essentially Soviet Russia. Ah, yeah. I'll be honest with you. There's a, I really want to talk about, like, history and stuff. And now that I got this set up, I feel like it'd be nice. I feel like it'd be cool if I started something like that. Like, talking about movies and stuff. 
I keep on talking about it in the podcast. Like it's a teaser. It, like I'm like it feels like I'm teasing it. I'm not teasing anything. I haven't. I have no like ideas for even a name of what I do it as. I really want to do something like that. It feels like it'd be cool. I feel like I could talk about movies and stuff, and I feel like I'd be good at that as well. But at the end of the day, that's not happening as of right now, at least. But what you can't, but what can happen right now is you follow me on Instagram at Bonavora, B O N A V L T A. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Leading the Pack Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Bonavora underscore with the capital B. And you know what? What to do, baby? Stay sexy, y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. Ciao.